Good morning, everyone. You're listening to the news on Morning Mixtape. Today is Tuesday, October 10th, and I'm your host, Gabriel Hilti, reporting for Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. These topics are in focus today. The Middle East and the escalating conflict between Israel and the Palestinian militant group Hamas. Then, the housing crisis continues in Canada, but developers are building less. This move could keep prices high. Plus, a look at state elections in Germany, where voters turn to the right. Then, Cindy covers ET Canada shutting down in Canadian Connection. And after, the show rounds off with today's weather forecast. Let's get into it. Fighting between Israeli forces and the Palestinian militant group Hamas enters its fourth day. On Monday evening, The Guardian and other outlets report a death toll of at least 900 killed in Israel and 680 killed in Gaza. The Guardian reports that Israel has called up more than 300,000 reservists and is possibly preparing a ground attack on Gaza. This comes after Israel's army declared it had mostly retaken the towns and villages originally infiltrated by the Hamas. A spokesperson for the Hamas says air attacks from Israel have already killed some Israeli hostages in Gaza that the Hamas have taken. The New York Times and others report Hamas have also said they will start killing Israeli hostages if Israel continues to bomb civilian homes. The Guardian reports Israel has struck 800 targets in Gaza, including schools and apartment buildings. As part of a, quote, complete siege, Israel has also stopped supplying the Gaza Strip's more than 2 million inhabitants with gas and electricity. Amnesty International says Israel has blockaded the Gaza Strip for more than 15 years and restricts freedom of movement of Palestinians. The recent development in the decades-long conflict started Saturday with the surprise attack by the Palestinian militant group Hamas. The BBC and others report the attack consisted of rockets fired from Gaza into Israel, as well as the breaching of security barriers around the Gaza Strip. Israel retaliated with airstrikes on Gaza on Saturday, and the fighting has since increased. Both Palestine and Israel regard the lands in the West Bank and Gaza as their land. Data on the conflict from the United Nations since 2008 shows a heavy cost of human life. Over 6,400 Palestinians have died, along with over 300 Israelis. The situation around the recent conflict is developing. In national news, a new study says developers in Canada are building less in the middle of the housing crisis. This could keep prices up. CBC News reports that Canada's developers are now building fewer homes than at the height of lockdowns in the pandemic. Experts from the study by the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives, CCPA, says this could mean a generation not being able to afford houses for most of their adult lives. David MacDonald is a senior economist with the Centre. He says inflation and the response by the Bank of Canada are the main reasons for the slowdown in building. The report found the decline in new development started last year when the Bank of Canada started to raise interest rates to fight inflation and calm the economy. The Bank of Canada has raised its benchmark interest rate 10 times since March of 2022, from 0.25% to the current rate of 5%. CBC News reports the construction slowdown comes as Canada faces a housing shortage. 
Aled Ab Yorworth, who is an economist with the Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation, says Canada might need more than three and a half million new homes by the end of the decade. He says Canada is not close to being on track to meeting this goal, which means that most Canadians will struggle to afford housing. Solutions to encourage development are not clear. CBC and others reported the federal government recently waived GST on the construction of rental housing. The report by the CCPA says governments need to start building public housing as development in the private sector slows. In Ontario, Global News reports the Ford government is working on a use-it-or-lose-it policy. This would force developers to act on building permits that have been greenlit by municipalities and would speed up construction. Representatives for the government could not provide a timeline for the plan to Global News. In international news, elections in the German states of Hesse and Bavaria result in a shift to the right against the country's center-left coalition. The Guardian and Reuters report opposition conservatives and the far right were boosted in the Sunday elections by economic struggles and immigration fears. The far right Alternative for Germany party, AFD, scored its best ever result in a western state and is on course to be the second largest party in Hesse. The three parties of German Chancellor Olaf Scholz's federal coalition didn't fare well in the two states, which have about a quarter of Germany's population. Scholz's Social Democrats, along with the Greens and the pro-business Free Democrats, FDP, did worse than five years ago. Both states were already led by Germany's main opposition union bloc. Projections from ARD and ZDF Public Television have the Christian Democratic Union, CDU, getting around 35% of the vote and probably allowing them to govern for another term in Hesse. Sister party, the Christian Social Union, CSU, in Bavaria, is projected to win around 36% of the vote and also holds control. The Guardian reported analysts saying the results will further increase tensions in the coalition government that has struggled to find common ground. AP reports the success of the far-right AFD party will not immediately impact government as other parties refuse to work with it. AFD won 18% vote share in Hesse and 16 in Bavaria. Created just 10 years ago, The Guardian reports the nationalist and anti-migrant AFD party is currently polling in second place nationwide. Switching from the headlines to our daily segment, here's Cindy with the details on the ET Canada shutdown in the latest edition of Canadian Connection. Good morning, Met Radio listeners. I'm Cindy, and every week I'll reintroduce you to nostalgic Canadian media you might feel connected to or tell you how Canadian entertainment is doing. I'll cover it all. Books, TV, music, anything. Welcome to the Canadian Connection. Everything has to come to an end someday. Some major news has come out about a Canadian news company two weeks ago. Maybe you know what I'll be talking about and maybe you don't. Entertainment news broadcast ET Canada, aka Entertainment Night Canada, is ending after airing for 18 years. ET Canada's first show aired in 2005 and their last aired on October 6th, although they will be airing reruns until October 31st, where after the channel and all websites and social media accounts will be closed down for good. Their parent company, Chorus, posted the announcement on their website on September 27th, breaking the news. Chorus wrote that the reason for this decision was, quote, 
The costs of producing a daily entertainment news magazine show in a challenging advertising environment. Basically implying that financial struggles led to the show's end. And it seems like this decision was one that was due for a while now. Chorus Entertainment is also the parent company of Global Television, which is the channel that airs ET Canada. In May, Chorus reported a loss in revenue and compared the numbers to the year before. Their revenue totaled $397.3 million compared to $433.5 million the same time in 2022. This is a difference of $29.6 million, and the revenue has probably been decreasing since then. But I kind of think this makes sense. Perhaps in an increasingly mobile social media world, people weren't relying on them as much. Rather, I think people probably switched to getting their entertainment gossip from platforms like Instagram or TikTok, where there's a huge market for the genre. It's also easier and generally more ingrained in people's routines to open their phone instead of their TV. Thanks for listening. From at Radio 1280 AM, I'm Cindy Zogu. Thank you, Cindy. Looking at today's weather, it's mainly cloudy throughout the day with rain showers possible. Temperatures reach a high of 13 degrees and a low of 9. That's everything for today. Thanks for listening to Morning Mixtape News with today's top headlines and stories packed in a short format. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Met Radio News to stay posted on the latest news content. For Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto, I'm your host, Gabrielle Hilti. We'll be back tomorrow.